Welcome to Overcrest. I'm Chris. And I'm Jake. And we have a good episode for you guys today. Maybe less news and more talking about adventure of going to get the truck from Grandpa and with my buddy Jason and everything that's going on with that truck. And then you've got some stuff for us as well. I just want to remind everybody that this episode, the news episodes, are brought to you by our Patreon members. You guys are amazing. More and more people signing up all the time. I, I can't impress upon you guys enough how much I really appreciate you supporting the show. It starts only five bucks. That's five right. bucks. You can support the show. Um, you know, I always encourage people to, you know, support the creators that they like. So if you like this, patreon.com slash overcrest, support the show. We would really, really appreciate it. That's and right. we're recording a day early because we are. you are going to Road America yes. in your Macan. Oh, I am okay. Which is Chris, like so I am lame. doing super lazy luxury mode this year. Yeah, but you at sent, Road America. You, you sent me a little picture the other day, yesterday, maybe last night. Maybe last night, and it's like, oh, the weather's gonna be amazing, like a yeah. high of eighty. Yeah, take the nine eleven, dude. Oh, it's gonna be great. What are you doing? Taking the Macan? Take the nine eleven to the vintage event. It's- You're gonna be so sad when you when you get there because I've taken my wagon every once in a while yeah. instead of my nine eleven and gone because I wanted to carry the camping equipment and right. I had a shoot to do, so I had a bunch of crap with me, so I took a wagon and then I would get there. I'm in the wagon like. Oh, man, I really wish I had my car, <laughs> especially since it's going to be so nice out. It you will be very nice Take out. the 911. Change your mind. Take the 911. Here's what is actually going to happen is you said it was going to be lame, which I have a lot of people I've been talking to who are going to be there. So it's going to be fun as just like a meetup to see people and have cool cars around regardless. Okay? Yeah, I've had a couple of you. Like, oh, you're going right. So, oh, yeah, no, I've decided not to so go. We, I'm, hope, I'm holding on to hope. Okay. That I'll get my 911 back on like Friday and just cruise out there. I don't know if I no. Well, no, <laughs> nah, no, no, nah, no. What? What? I'd have where to. Were you, where were you going with that? I just, I just so I could work on it over the weekend. That's oh. why I kind of don't want to go, is because I have like all these projects here, and and I really, I think it's going to be low population. Maybe I'm wrong. It's possible. It will and be. And I'm just kind of like. Uh, I'm just kind of feeling weak on it. That's all. I know you are. And so partially that I'm like, well, no one need to impress with a cool car there. So I'm going to go super lazy fun mode. Take wait, the whoa, Macan. Whoa, 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 lazy fun mode. Lazy what? luxury mode. Okay. Let's, let's say. not say fun mode. Air conditioning, okay. nice comfy seats, lane assist. I can basically just fall asleep the entire way down highway 90 right. at this point. What does Nikki want to do? She's like actually up in the air. She doesn't care. Well, she doesn't even like the Macan. Right. She's coming around to it. She's coming around? She's coming around Okay, to so it. the brainwash isn't in full effect. <laughs> you're, tr- yeah. you're Basically, what you're trying to do is you're trying to brainwash her into thinking the Macan is cool so that you can get something for yourself. No. No, we're both in agreement on what we're going to get next. Oh, it, it, for sure now. It's... Yeah. What is it? It's going to be a Speed Yellow 996 Turbo probably next year. Oh, and it's a Turbo now. Well, what are you getting for your... You can't drive... What, what are you getting as an additional car right now? I don't know yet. You got to get something. You can't drive. Probably. Yeah. So what, what is it going to be? What's I, the, don't, what's the plan? I don't know, Chris. Come on. What is it going to be? I don't know. You have to choose how right about, now. How about, how about a Volkswagen Caddy? How about a little Caddy? <laughs> you can't drive that. That thing would just be <laughs> gone by the time next winter came. I out. would maybe like a little like Mark III or Mark IV something. I don't know. Mark IV. Uh, Mark III is kind of could be cool if you got. We got to start looking for Jake's winter car, everybody. Okay. Let's, let's find him his winter car. What's your budget? What's the most you want to spend? Three grand? I was going to say three or four. Three grand, plus or minus? All right. Jake, the hunt for Jake's winter vehicle is on, plus or minus, you know, on, on the three, four grand. We'll see what we can right. what we can find. Them. But no, anyway, so we're going out in the Macan. It's going to be super comfy. We're going to bring like the easy up and we're going to have like will, will you let me? Will you let me pick what you have to drive all winter? 
why would I agree to that? What is the upside for me to say yes to that statement? With the assumption that I will do my best if you give me the money to okay. find you what it's, I think. It's going to be a Mercedes regardless then. No, no, I wouldn't. I would try. Here, let's you, you, you would do have Jake an idea. mode. Okay. You're going to be like, I'm gonna, what would Jake want? If you give me, give me $4,000 <laughs> and I'll spend. And, <laughs> this is the worst And I'm going to spend from now till November <laughs> finding the best, uh -huh. uh, the best one that I can. What do you think? The best car that oh. I think that Jake would love to drive all winter. I'll spend. Can you just imagine me trying to sell this idea to Nikki? Oh man. <laughs> Let me, I think this would be fun. You know what we should do is we should, uh, that's probably about what I would want to spend. So we should buy cars for buy each cars other. cars for each other for winter. And then, oh, and then with the agreement that we must drive them till March. Oh, I'll think about it. Oh, yeah, that's right. It might be I'll it might kind of fun. What we're probably gonna end up doing is just trading. I know, yeah, we totally will. Be like, <laughs> wait, I want the car I bought. <laughs> it could be good. No, so going out to Road America, uh, say hi. If you're out there with me, we have a trackside cabin. Really super nice air conditioning, kitchen, bed. It's gonna be luxurious and awesome. And then we're getting a golf cart to go around in because we're also like super lame. That's gonna be awesome. The golf carts are pretty cool. I never yeah. want to do it because they're like four hundred dollars. Yeah. That's why I don't do it at all. So, I end up riding a bike or something. Yeah, I'll have the little overcrest flag on my golf cart. So yeah, so look you, for Dork with the overcrest me, flag. Dork McGee, you can. How are you attaching the flag? Are you going to bring some zip ties or you got yeah, hose probably. clamps? Bring some hose clamps and you can sure. screw it on. That way nobody cuts it and takes it. Sure. Although if they had a screwdriver, they could probably just take it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll so. figure it out. Also, I noticed the other day you put a meme up on the Instagram I did. account. Did you like it? Everybody loved it. it was Everybody great. did like it. What but they didn't catch, a couple people caught it, was the subliminal that you were also wearing your name, <laughs> your own name Which on a shirt. I was really sad you didn't okay. come with a shirt that says Jake on it for me at this I should, point. I should buy you a shirt that says a license plate that says Jake. Yeah. No, so what I did is a, it was a meme that was basically, um, you're going to hell, and someone with a Jake t-shirt going, oh, I've never sinned in my life. And then right. Satan's like, well, we noticed that you put the name of the vehicle that you've purchased on right. the license plate of the vehicle. And then and Jake like, oh, is like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I do do that, and, and I'm going to hell. So at this point, I just have to perpetuate the meme and just got uh, plates <laughs> for the for the little C10 pickup. Does your dad, did this start with your genetics? Is this a, a genetic problem? That no, you guys my have? dad has never done this. Okay, so why are you doing this to your father? <laughs> I don't know. The license plate is 64 C10. He's yeah, showing me that's the registration. What it is. Why? Why? Why don't you it just let like him pick his idea. own? For it's his truck. Are you? It's you, our truck, Chris. Who is it titled to? Both of us. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. Who's the primary lien holder Me. or the primary title holder? I'm first name. Mm, I'm first. Yeah. Fine. So there. Why do you? Are you doing this to spite me now? A little bit. Well, like she's like, do you want a regular collector or a vanity plate? I was like, oh. Why, why didn't well, you get an old license plate from a '64? Like I'm doing with the 911. Like find a '64 plate and throw that because on. Because I didn't plan on getting a vanity plate until I went this afternoon. <laughs> And she asked. Yeah. <laughs> well, and 64 was C10 like, was you, available. Can you tell me if something's available right now? She's like, yeah. I was oh, like, man. All right, all right, let's just do it. Wow. Well, it matches the 911 because the 911 is 70 911. Yeah, because I guess that eliminates the main question I get about my car. What year, what is, year it? is it? Yeah, I oh, what kind of car is it? What year is it? Look at the damn nobody, license plate. No, nobody asks what kind of car it is, Jake. I nobody know. asks because it says Porsche 911 on the deck lid right above where you have 7911 yeah, on the great. license plate. It's it's absolutely retarded. It's great. So there you go. All right. What else you got going on? Anything or is it? 
No, yeah, just prepping for Road America. Going to head out tomorrow, so we're going to be there from Thursday through Sunday. Okay, well, look for Jake if you're out there. Um, I want to remind everybody that registration for the rally opens August 1st. That's awesome. For the Overcrest Rally. Do we have any is, more details we can tease? Uh, everything I know right now is uh, we're opening up the registration on August 1st. It closes September 31st. I'm, okay. I'm lying. September 1st. Yep. Uh, August 1st, so it's 30 days. And the rally is, uh, I think, the 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Okay. Or 4th and 5th. You know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If right. you want to come hang out Friday as well. And it's going to be two days. But it is a two-day thing. So there's two-day rally. some sort of overnight somewhere. Yeah, we've got an overnight. Uh, that's about all I can reveal right now. Um, we're kind of working that's on... That's all I know. Supposedly you told me more, but I have forgotten. Yeah, that's pretty much par for the course. I think you just have this pass through you know where your where your ears are a tunnel that just goes from one end to the other and you sometimes just i pay attention but default is just wide open <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, pretty much true so, see the thing is is i forget everything uh -huh. as well so it you know it's, every conversation we have is like new <laughs> <laughs> it's great <laughs> we've had this conversation six times before um yeah so it's gonna be great you know i'm really excited for it and uh, we're looking at some cool merch and things to give away this year and we're doing things that's uh we're going going up a level we're going to be doing things at a little bit of a higher level. We have some really great ideas for shirts and posters and maps and, you know, all these different things that we want to do. And um, I'm really, really excited to get everybody out driving again. Yeah. You know, I think everybody's <laughs> just ready to go. And So I picked up Jimmy John's on the way here for us. Yep. And the Jimmy John's by my house, it's actually the only one I've been to that has a drive-thru, which is really cool. Yeah, I've seen those. Okay. So we go to the drive-thru and the girl's like, oh, cool car. And she goes, wait, there aren't any car shows going on right now. I was like, yeah. She's like, why are you driving this? I was like, you got to drive them. <laughs> yeah, it's a machine. It's Let's also go. the only car I have right now. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, so speaking of the only car I have right now, this, right. my truck is not the only car I have right now. I do have the wagon as well, which, you know, I'm thinking again. Okay, we'll get to this conversation after we talk about going. Is to the wagon, up. so you still have the wagon? I still have the wagon. I, somebody came and look at, looked at it at the shop um, at SCI the other night. And I spent an hour talking to these people. They, I, for some reason, I was trying to convince them to trust me or whatever. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm automotive journalist, blah, 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 blah. Oh, you are? Well, what do you think about Tesla? What do you think about this? And it ended up being this huge, long path of nonsense conversation that I didn't want to have with that someone. That had nothing to do with buying I, your car. I'm like investing uh, an hour of my time. And I'm just thinking to myself, okay, the dealer's going to give me $8,000. you are going to give me $8,500 if you buy it. So essentially, I'm getting paid $500 to have this conversation with you right now. <laughs> and I'm like, it's almost not worth it. At the end of the conversation, like, so do you think Trump's going to win the election? And I'm wow. like, I'm like, you're like, I'm not going there. I'm like, I think it's time I go hang out with my buddies at the shop. But yeah. needless to say, they did, uh, they, did not buy, they did not buy the car. That's sad. I, was it at said, least like, a, all right, we'll get back to you? Yeah, it was we'll all right, we're going to look, we'll look at a blue one on Saturday. So then I messaged him on Monday. I'm like, hey, what did you guys end up doing? He's like, oh, yeah, we ended up getting a pickup truck. See? <laughs> okay, because that makes all, that's, what? Are, what? Like, what are we actually, what are you, why are they you They came to this? their senses and bought the practical thing I don't think the wife. I don't think the wife liked it very much. Oh. She's like, yeah, when I push the gas pedal, it doesn't just go. And the guy's like, yeah, that's turbo leg. That's a TDI. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I didn't really like that. So apparently they probably found some like instant torque response V8 thing that, uh, that the mob really, really liked. So There you go. All right. So I went and got this truck. All right. Now you everybody, everybody knows that I was so going down to drive. where we left off uh, well, on last week's episode, this is our recap. <laughs> yeah. You were going out to your grandfather's property and you were going to pick up the one truck caddy because he has what three of them out there's there three there there's a green one a brown slash 
other colors one, <laughs> and then there's a baby blue one. And, and the baby then, blue one is his. He goes, no. Yeah, the baby no, blue one is you his. You can't buy this He's one. like, I don't want to sell that one. It's mine. I, so that's then the one I want to keep. I'm going to drive it, he says. You borrowed a real truck I from did, your friend. I did. Because, so, again, what I keep saying, you should just buy a real truck. Okay, so I... I Remember the unintended acceleration truck? Right. That's the one I wanted to take. I'm like, I'll take the unintended acceleration F-150. And make it in record time. <laughs> and make it in record time. And I'll drive that thing down there. Because I don't. Because uh, that thing is available now. What are those things worth, do you think? What do you think? A, what 2000, is it? Just a-, a 2004 F-150, 160,000 miles, lots, to ru- lots of rust, exhaust manifold leak, mm. all kinds of problems. They're I, not worth that much. Yeah, I think I might want that for my winter car. There you go. That could be That my- is probably what I would have bought you for the four grand. That's great. Let's go <laughs> buy it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> so anyway, so he bought a uh, like a 2006 GMC Sierra Z71 situation. Sure. To replace that because the other one, it's just clapped out. Great for winter, but hurts your back. Who is this friend of yours that I don't know? Because this doesn't seem like someone you would associate with knowing you. I, like, I associate oh, with old, this. old American pickup truck. I don't like that. It's my father-in-law, Jerry. Okay. 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 So this makes sense. You're forced to associate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Jerry. He's a great dude. He's okay. my Minnesota dad. This um, makes sense. Uh, so he doesn't want me to take the, the the blue truck because the air conditioning doesn't work. He's trying to be nice. It was like a hundred degree heating heating access weekend. Yeah. It really, was really, really, not really the hot. ideal time. To really, be. really hot. So he's like, take the new one. I was like, I don't want to take the new one. He's like, take the new one. I'm like, I'll take the old one. It's not a big deal. So yeah. he brings the old one over and drops it off at my house. Like, wow, he drops the truck off for me to borrow it. That's crazy, right? That's really cool. And then he calls me and I say, hey, you just need to take the new one. He's like still having second thoughts about me taking this old truck all these miles. <laughs> did you ever tell him about the unintended acceleration? I did. I found out. I told you why. It had like six floor mats on the. Oh, that's all it was. That's all okay. it was. There's like six floor that. mats. He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, so I go over and I pick up the new truck and me and my buddy Jason, um, who's a longtime friend of mine. And a, also a Mark One guy. And I'm right. like, yeah, man, there's lots of parts down here. You can probably buy some stuff. You know, there's a shed full of stuff, you know, whatever, kind of entice them to, so I could have a co-driver. And uh, we get in the new truck. We start driving. I got to maybe Toma, okay. Black River Falls. I think actually it was Black River Falls. And I hear a as I'm like a ticking. Sounded like an exhaust leak. New truck or old truck? New truck. Okay. Now sounds like. Old right. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, oh, man, Jerry's really going to hate that his new truck is now making the same noise that his old truck was making. Oh. So I was like 10 miles away from an exit. So I'm like, oh, I'll just check it out at the next exit. Wherever. I get off the freeway and it went from like a like a sharp tick, like a tick, tick, tick to a more of a mechanical sound like a, yeah and i'm like oh not exhaust leak anymore that is a lifter yeah that is a lifter noise and i'm like oh no i'm in black river falls what's going on so i check the oil nothing on the dipstick no oil i've done that before I it's have. not good it's not good i've done it before too and i'm just like oh well, that's probably why the lifter is taking because there's no oil in the lifter. Right. It's a hydraulic lifter. It's not pumped yep. up. It doesn't have any oil pressure. Right. So I go in, and I buy a quart of oil, and I get it in the middle of the dipstick, still ticking. Yeah. So then I go grab another quart of oil, and I fill it all the way to the tippity top, top yep. like very top, still ticking. And I'm like, well, I let it run for a little bit, kind of revved it a little bit, trying to get it to pump up that sticky lifter. Right. Still ticking. I call Jerry. I'm like, hey, man, what do you want to do here? You want me to, I'm still trying to figure out a way that I can still go get what I wanted, <laughs> but also not be responsible for this truck that's going to explode. Yeah. And I'm just trying to figure out, I'm like, you know what? Here's what I'll do. 
Um, meet me in Eau Claire okay. with the blue truck. <laughs> I'll take the blue truck. You can drive this one back or tow it back because that's within the 100 miles of sure. AAA. Yeah, yeah. You know, do that thing. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to drive this thing. I'm going to I'm gonna get on it a little bit. So when it's under a little bit of load, see if that and let's see it. what happens. The tick went away. Nice. I was like, thank God. Because I let it run for 20 minutes yeah. trying to get this tick. So anyway, we continue on. Get all the way down there. I'm like super excited. I walk around. Uh, I say, hey, Grandpa, how's it going? Hey, Grandma, hugs and yeah, whatever. Yep. I'll see you later. I got to go check the truck out. <laughs> and uh, I go out in the back. There's the green truck. And it's rotten. Yeah. Okay. So what I when was the last time you saw this thing? Last time I saw this truck was probably five years ago. It was the last okay. time I looked at it, and there was a little bit of rust on the strut towers. Sure, not a big deal. And the, so Grandpa, because he wanted to say he he did not intentionally do this. Okay. As with many other projects that happen with many other men, and we talked about garage finds the other week, things get put aside mm-hmm. with the assumption that you're going to get to it. Right. And he didn't get to it. Just like many, many other dudes do, he didn't get to the project. But he had tr- assumed, he presumed he was because he took the doors off, took the fenders off, the hood off, the tailgate off, all the lights, everything was all boxed up, put away in I the garage. You. So the only thing that was out there was the truck. Sure. Right? And he had rubber flooring over the doors to keep water out. Yep. Didn't keep animals out. There was a yeah, dead I saw something. there was some sort of uh, mummified little Yeah, so I opened up possum. the rubber thing and it I saw the skeleton and this smell just came out. <laughs> and I was I was on my Instagram, I started gagging. <laughs> you saw that. It was so <laughs> bad. And the rust was just it was too much. You know, the strut towers were rusted almost yeah. all the way around. And it was really, really depressing. And so then I looked at my I old, picture you with your hands in your pocket kicking dirt. Walking around with your head down. Yeah, it was sad and because I comes out. I was I was really excited. Like you know what, everything is there to get that truck running. Right. I, said, I told Jason, I'm like, let's just drive it home. Let's put the motor in it. Let's just drive it home <laughs> because it's not that complicated. It's really not. But it has no body panels on it. But it has no body panels. Plus, he has disassembled it way farther than I, is necessary. It's like all the shift linkages were <laughs> wiring gone. Wiring is the, gone. Wiring was taken out. Jeez. Like all this yeah, stuff. No, you're not gonna get that running and go. I could have. I guarantee you if that was You wasn't, would have been there till 3 a.m. bolting up the last bolt, and then it might make it. That would have been awesome. That would have been great. I would have loved that story. I would have loved to have tried to do that. Glad you didn't take me with. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, needless to say, that truck was was toast. And then the other car that's there is my old Cabriolet, which was a 1.816 valve swap Cabriolet that I did. And I'm kind of glancing at that thing. I'm like, boy, the strut towers on that thing are mint. Okay. I could cut the front of this car off. Put it on well, the other one. And I'm, and I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do it. Yeah, I don't want to do it. That's a lot of work. I don't want to do it. I don't care enough. This truck is is just a truck that kind of existed. It wasn't ever grandpa's truck. It was one that he bought. Okay. It wasn't something he drove a lot or anything like that. I didn't have any sentimental attachment to it. And I'm just looking at it. I'm like, you know what? No, I, I just can't do it. Because there are better donors or bases if you really want to do that much work. That yeah, you if you want to do something, there's cleaner trucks that you can just go buy. Exactly. You know, they're they're rare, but they're not unobtainium right so i go i go grandpa i I felt bad you know because the trucks were ruined did he see them did he come out and he was like he's like oh man he's like i'm so sorry i mean he felt horrible he felt really bad about it in his quiet way he's a quiet man and i looked at the blue truck i said you know every time i come down here i start that blue truck up i get it going I put it on the concrete where it belongs. And every time I come back down here, it's parked on the dirt again. 
in this really moist <laughs> spot of the yard. There's like trees over it. And it's always damp. And I said, I'm confiscating this truck. <laughs> That's how you put it? I said, I'm confiscating it because <laughs> if this thing stays here another year, it'll end up like the it's other gonna one. It's going to be just like the other ones. And he goes, okay, you can, you can have the truck. You can take it. Yeah. And so what we did is we, we had to get it running. It didn't start. You know, mm-hmm. it didn't run right away. And I'm like, oh, do we have any diesel? Do you have any diesel? He's like, oh, yeah, I'll be right back. He goes, <laughs> he goes in the basement where he's got a basically a 250-gallon drum of diesel, farm diesel, red, the red farm diesel. He's got okay. it in the basement for... For whatever else. For end times. Yeah. And he comes back with like this Tide jug, like... T- like, <laughs> like Laundry and, soap, and yeah. He's, and he's made with little copper fittings a little spout, like a little copper spout that comes out of the, t- the top cap of the Tide <laughs> yeah. jug. So it's like this little copper thing, and you just pour the diesel in. It's got this little, like uh, plumbing fixture. Yeah, like eighth inch hole on it, like little. Sure. It's just okay. Yeah, sure. He made this thing for it. He makes everything. If he needs, he's like, oh, I need something to pour something. He obviously takes the cap off the tide, rather than just go to the store and buy a container that you can just use yeah, to pour the fuel. That's not the way in. you do it. It's got fittings on both sides and a, and a, and a little tube that goes in. <laughs> just ridiculous. So we fill up. We I uh, crack the injection pump. Yep take the outlet and I fill up the uh, the injection pump with fuel because sure. it's empty. I took a stick and shoved it down there. There's yep. nothing. You need to create some sort of suction. Well, yeah. I mean, it, that's it's a, it's a rotary pump. It needs to be able to draw fuel through and also it needs to be able to pump fuel into the injectors or it's never going to start anyway. Right. And, so, and then I filled up the fuel filter and I filled up the line. Okay. So okay. I've got fuel all the way from there, which the car would run for an hour on that much fuel. Okay. The only problem is, is that it cycles the excess back into the tank. So oh. you got to have something in there. So then I tried to start. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's no, there's no, uh, there's air in between the injection pump and the injectors. Sure. So it's never going to run. So you, what you have to do is you have to crack the top of the injectors open, okay. loosen it, crank it over, and then someone watches and it'll start squirting out. Sure. So it'll go, and there'll be bubbles, bubbles, bubbles. And then all of a sudden the fuel just starts shooting out into your face. Then you know you're good. Then you know you're good. And then you, as then you tighten them back up. Yeah. And it was, remember when you drove it today? We'll talk about that later. Remember how it started? It was like, yeah, just right up. That's what it was. Sat for another year, yeah. and it was instant start, just boom, you know. And it's it's the only thing that'll start faster than a well-tuned carburetor. Yeah, I suppose. You know, when a, if you've got fuel in the bowls and it's ready to go, and you turn the key, and it you just know, pops right away. Like you were just driving it like two hours ago, yep. and it's like boom, and it just runs. It it was that. I mean, it is just on. It is it is, it is great. They just start right up, and uh, I'm sitting in this thing. It's running. I'm like, yeah, this is great as I'm trying not to throw up because it smells <laughs> awful in there. So I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> you know, this is, I pull it out and, and this thing's covered in light. Why did this one smell bad? There was mouse, mice in it. It was oh. outside. I mean, there's, yeah. there's, there's like, a, we call them the booby cluster. There's a single booby on there and that's where the speedometer is. And it looks right. like, it looks like a booby. It does. It's got the pointy lens. Yeah, it's got a pointy lens on it. And there's like mouse poop sitting in the in there. <laughs> I mean, it's everywhere. And it's it's absolutely everywhere. And it's permeating everything. Yeah. It just smells. And it's damp. And it smells awful. Yep. And that's why I confiscated the truck. I'm like, it's can't, it just can't go on. Right? It can't. That makes sense. And he's 88 going on to 89, I believe. So he's not going to be putting a whole lot of miles on it. He's not putting a whole lot of miles on it. And... uh I know that he's not going to drive it as is, right? right? I know that as is, it's not comfortable to drive. It smells bad. It needs, um, after driving it, it needs everything. The brakes don't work very well. The struts are blown. Wheel bearings aren't great. The The blower motor does not work, probably because the mice chewed through something in there. 
Um, the air conditioning does air conditioning compressor does kick on, believe it or not, <laughs> and keeps the top speed down to about sixty five nice. instead of seventy seven. <laughs> uh, I mean, it needs everything. Yeah, it needs everything that you could possibly engine need. mounts, shifter linkage, everything. steering linkage, exhaust. I mean, it needs everything. When yeah. I say everything, I mean it's easier to say what does not need replacing than what does need replacing. Most of the wiring seems okay. There's only like four wires. So most of the wiring seems okay. Most of the wiring seems okay. Obviously, it <laughs> runs great. And then I'm, I'm thinking about it, and I was talking to some buddies, and we were going through the parts. I'm like, hey, here's a uh, a long time ago, my first Rabbit that I ever had was a 1984 Rabbit Diesel. It was Lago Blue four-door. And the I was going to pay, and I'm going to name them by name because I hate these guys. <laughs> Brian Yelt You've told and Brian story. Connor, yeah. both. Uh, we, I bought an ALH TDI. This is before I was super experienced. Yeah, they were going to put the motor in there, and I was going to try and like do this thing, document driving it somewhere with this new TDI swap. And this is in 2003, back when I mean the T- Mark IV was still pretty new. Then. Right. So putting a TDI in something now you can get you can get harnesses and mounts and everything else. Back right. then, no aftermarket support. Sure. So I was like, I'll pay these guys to put the motor in. Needless to say, they cut the motor mounts off, filled it up with garbage, and were using it as a toilet. <laughs> so the motor ended up going back to my grandpa's house. The car ended up going to get crushed, wow. which is sad because it was my first car. If I would have known, I would have just kept it around and 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 done something with it. But right. um, anyway, so the motor ended up getting mothballed at my grandpa's house. And I kind of was on Instagram like, hey, does anybody want to buy this thing? You know, 2500 bucks, three grand. It's got 28,000 miles on it right. for like a TDI is just... It's probably the lowest mile used TDI in the world. <laughs> Seriously, they all got driven. They all got driven. They all got a ton of miles put on them. Yeah. One with 350,000 miles, just the motor, is $1,000 on eBay. Wow. So 28,000 miles, I have the transmission, I have the harness, I have the ECU, I have the key, and I have the instrument cluster. Because as you know, yep. you have immobilizers. Right. So, so you, you need, need all that stuff. But this is back when you still needed to do that. Now you just chip it and eliminate okay. the immobilizer. You don't need to do any of that. I'm like, all right, I want 2,500, grand. I had a couple people interested. And then I go, no, I should put this motor in this. And then the wheels started turning in my head. As I'm watching, I'm watching my grandpa stand there staring at the truck in his overalls. Yeah. And he's got his hands on his hips. And I can tell in my head I'm projecting what he's thinking yeah. is like this sadness of, oh, you know, I kind of let this thing go. And I yep. let the other trucks go. And yeah, I, and feels he's super bummed. Guilty. He feels guilty about it. And which is why he gave it to me because he's like, well, obviously I'm never going to get to do this. It's just, I can't, you know, I don't have the energy the time, you know, I'm getting older, blah, blah, all the things that I imagine are going through his head. And you go, and I go, you know what? I'm going to put that motor in that truck and I'm going to give that truck back to grandpa mint. There you go. I'm so that's the plan. Okay. Okay. So we're going to put the TDI motor in there. And as you saw, the thing's got great patina, right? The the patina on the truck is great. Um, There's a little rust on the floors and there's surface rust like all over the bed underneath, everything like that. Sure. So all that needs to be cleaned off. Um, there's really no rust in the strut towers, okay. but there's just like visual rust in the engine compartment. My plan is to mechanically restore this thing. Sure. All new brake lines, all new brakes, all new um, brake booster, master cylinder, steering, the tie rods, ball joints, everything. Every, I'm going to do everything. This thing is going to okay. be brand new mechanically, and then I'm going to put the TDI motor in it. And I'm going to make the engine compartment. I'm going to strip it down completely. Okay. Fix any rust that's in the engine compartment. And I'm going to repaint it in uh, Lago Blue. Just like it is. And when you open up the hood, it's going to be like, bing. 
It's going to be like this little jewelry box. When you open it up, it's going to be a TDI motor in there, and it's going to be lowered a little bit. Grandpa won't mind, so we're going to lower it a little bit. And probably, I'm going to put the topper back on for him yeah. if he wants it. Otherwise, there's going to be no topper on it. Right. It's going to look super cherry. I'm going to get the air conditioning. It's going to work. Yeah. I'm going to get the air conditioning going. I'm going to, you know. Because that TDI motor, that has all the accessories on it. Yeah, it's, it's complete. Cool. It has everything's there. And it's weird. Though, like, the block isn't rusty or anything, which you look at any of this stuff and everything's yeah. always rusty with the with this scale. So I'm, I. That's the plan. That's the plan is to make this thing right for grandpa. Yeah, I like and that. Since we had the truck there already, I go, you know what? We don't need to drive both of these. I'll just rent a tow dolly. Right. And tow it home. And yeah. then we can sit in the air conditioning. I have thought a radio. that was always the plan. Well, that, well, that was what was going to happen with the green one because it oh, didn't right. run. Yeah, so okay. I was just going to. Right. I got you now. The blue one runs and drives. And you were like, oh, we'll just drive them both back. Right. And it's just because it needs so much stuff. I'm like, I don't want to drive it that far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who, who knows? I got the truck. If I didn't have that other truck, I would just, fuck it, I'll drive it. You know, right. whatever. I'll figure it out and yeah, just go. Yeah, but it seems like a no brainer. Yeah. Because tow dollies, what's, what's the worst that could happen? The tow dolly, you just go. Right. Right. So I go pick up the tow dolly from captain harley and this dude was like he, they close <laughs> at three harley. they close at three i called him at 10 he's like dude i'm leaving in like 45 minutes i'm going on a ride i'm like all right well i'm coming right now to get that tow dolly so i go over there i've never seen the guy do a u-haul checkout process so fast that dude was like through it in no time in awesome. seconds flat um so we load the truck up on there and uh, load a bunch of parts in the back i think uh jason ended up getting like an OEM windshield, like brand I new. I saw that. Um, he got a bunch of kind of like rare knickknacks, like lenses and turn signals and grills sure. and stuff like that. So he was happy. Yep. So he did get some good, good stuff that kind of made it worth his time to come down. Sure. So we got the truck loaded up on the dolly and started driving home. And we're just kind of hanging out, talking, whatever. And uh, we pull over and get gas. I'm like, boy, the, the rear tire on that tow dolly is looking a little low. Hmm. All right. Well, he's the guy said that he just replaced this tire and put a new fender on it, probably because it blew up and destroyed <laughs> yeah, the tire. Clearly. And I go, okay, well, I'm going to, I'll air up the tire. So I yeah. aired up the tire and I kind of, I put my head down to it <gasps> to listen. And I'm like, I don't hear anything. Okay. Usually if it's a big leak, you can yeah, you'll hear, hear it. Hiss. And of course I didn't have like soapy water to spray all over the thing. Was, yeah. Although in hindsight, but I probably could have figured it out. You know what was gross? <laughs> what? That the hand sanitizer that they had in this gas station uh-huh. was the splurtiest, wateriest hand sanitizer <laughs> I've ever used. And the chick behind the counter was this huge woman, like glistening with sweat, standing there going, eh, 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 eh. and I was like, well, apparently this hand sanitizer isn't working because that lady has coronavirus. <laughs> like, I was like almost positive. So I, needless to say, I didn't buy anything. <laughs> anyway. So I filled up the tire and we went, started driving. I got maybe like another. So that was not paramount. Come on, just to clarify, that was not paramount to the story. You just wanted to add that <laughs> yeah, for character, just, for yeah, color. Yeah. Um, so we're we're driving and uh, yeah, by, basically what happened is the tire ended up contracting coronavirus. <laughs> and uh, and it, now it makes sense. And, and it died like a, another half an hour up the okay, road. Okay, did it blow or it just up. deflated? Well, okay. it deflated and I kind of. You know, it's way back. It's on the trailer. So yeah. I didn't really notice. All of a sudden, I can feel it. You, oh, yeah. you can feel the vibration a little yep. bit. And once you feel the vibe, once I felt the vibration and I it, looked it's on, done. I'm like, well, shit, I guess <laughs> I should have just driven the damn truck. How far did you make it? 
uh, Black River Falls. <laughs> so we basically made it back to Black River Falls. So it's like, I'll never stop at those exits again. They're bad luck. So we pull over and, you know, I call up U-Haul and they're like, oh yeah. So we'll, first of all, they want you to use an app. Okay. So you can call this number or for faster service, use this app. So I try to use the app and it's giving me like tons of errors and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm kind of getting angry. And then I call the 1-800 number and it's like, for your convenience, press one to get a text message on how to use the app. <laughs> I'm like, ah, no, just give me a person. I'm on the side of the road. I'm upset. Ah, and I wasn't, I wasn't really upset. It was a beautiful no. day, but it was, it's kind of like, come well, on. It's an inconvenience. It's annoying. Let's go. I'm already inconvenienced enough. Anyway, I finally got a hold of a person and they like, okay, um, hour and a half. I'm like, you know what? That's reasonable for roadside assistance. Hour and a half, 90 yeah, minutes. it is. Whatever. So my buddy and I went up and sat in the, in the weeds up on top of the hill. How far were you from any exit? Six and a half miles. Mm. Like really like inconvenient. Yeah. And uh, so we went up and we sat up on the, on the hill. And we, I mean, I was doing like the arm thing to semis. And <laughs> we were doing all you were acting like a five-year-old basically. Yeah, we were just entertaining road. ourselves. And, so, and then we started playing this game of like, well, let's find out which color is most responsive to our, to our arm. And we started keeping track of it. And we're there forever. After like an hour and a half, I'm like, so, where is this guy? What is the consensus? First of all, what truck color is most responsive to white. horn honking? White. 100% white. White, yeah. Okay. White, the white, okay. the white guys, know. the white trucks responded <laughs> yeah. far more than the other ones. A lot of guys were just like eyes straight forward. I saw, once you started looking, I'm like, boy, all these guys are on their phone. I was oh. like, oh my God, these big trucks. Anyway, so after an hour and a half goes by, I'm kind of like, all right, I haven't heard from anybody. What's going yeah. on? Get a hold of U-Haul. He's five minutes away. Awesome. Great. Great. And first of all, they're like, where are you? I said, I don't have a mile marker. I don't see one. I don't see that I could walk to one. So I'm at least a mile or half a mile from any mile marker. I don't see any. Yeah. I see a sign for a McDonald's. If you were at least a half mile from either mile marker, that would have been a different dimension. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that would that would mean that I'm in the exact middle of the mile markers. What at are you talking about? At least a mile? Like if I was a half a mile, mile okay. half mile. Yeah, I said half mile. You're right. half, if you're a half mile, you're right in the middle if of the two mile If you're over a half mile from either mile marker, then you're in, then you're yes. in a weird you, place. You are Chris. in a weird place. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're close to a black hole. <laughs> you're right. Where things are bending and shifting. Um, so I, I'm like, there's a McDonald's up ahead to exit this. That's that's all I know. Is That's the next exit you up ahead. GPS? Couldn't you look and be like... Yes, I said I'm six and a half miles from the next exit. Okay. But you used to be able to see the mile marker or the exit number on Google. Yeah. You can't see it anymore. There's no, oh. like, right where it splits off, it used to have a number that was the exit. Sure. Doesn't say. Yeah, but you can Look drop, ways. You, you, you could drop the guy. And so you here's what they the did. exit number. Hold on. They go, okay, you don't know where you are. I'm going to send you a text message. You touch that. It'll give us your latitude and longitude GPS coordinates of where you are. Oh, I'm sweet. like, perfect. Yeah. You know exactly where I am. <laughs> no problem. Three foot radius. Yeah. It's, it's, he goes, we'll know within two feet. I'm like, perfect. He's like, <laughs> okay. okay, we see where you are. We'll send the guy out. So f fast forward an hour and a half. Guy's That's not there. not five minutes. No. Well, fast forward an hour and a half. Oh, right, that, right, right. right. Yeah. He's five minutes away. Sure. Great. 20 minutes go by. Half an hour goes by. See, you are in this black hole. <laughs> yeah. I, I go, hey, where is this guy? They're like, oh, he doesn't know exactly where you are. And like, I go, two feet? I said, well, you <laughs> told me that you knew it. Well, we, we did, but... Um, he's headed over to exit 65 and I go, well, I don't think that's right because when I look at the, the map, I don't, I, I'm big explanation. He's, can you tell him where I am? Can you give him the GPS coordinates? Can you figure it out? He's like, oh, we'll figure it out. Another hour goes by. Oh my I, I ended up being there for four hours on the side of the road, on the side of the road while Bob, the tire guy drove around with 
he was up by marker like 65 and I we ended up driving with a flat tire yeah. to go find a mile marker so we yeah. could tell this guy exactly where we were and he eventually found us he was <laughs> he was this like super scrawny dude that had a shirt on that says sarcasm is my best asset or something like that <laughs> okay which i was wondering if that was sarcastic like maybe it's not his best <laughs> asset <laughs> ooh this guy's super deep in it <laughs> yeah he was deep but he actually did old school he had the big thing where he changed the tire on the side of the oh, road. Oh, he didn't just have like a spare rim. No, he had a. He actually changed the tire. He had the big thing where it throws all the thump and it throws all the air in. Yeah, the cheetah they call that. Yeah, the cheetah. But it took him a while to get it figured out. But he got it put on. We got on our way, and I got home at one o'clock in the morning. Jeez. Yeah, it's, it's so that was that was my <laughs> that was my whole story. Um, so the truck itself, after driving a little bit, is you get in, and I. Hold on. Why doesn't U-Haul have a spare tire on a tow dolly? I don't know. We were thinking about that. Like, why don't we have a spare tire on this? You know, because I could have very easily changed the tire myself. Was that five lug or six? Five. So you did check to make sure your spare for the truck wouldn't have worked. Uh, it would not have fit under the fender flare. Ah. So, yes, I did think of that. But, but it, those trucks are six lug as well. So that one. Yeah, I have there. no idea. I just I was like, oh, maybe we could. No, no, it's, it's, too, it's never going to fit. So got the truck home. Okay. I've been driving it a little bit. And it's weird what you'll put up with. Okay. Depending on what it is that you're driving. Okay. Why do you say this? Imagine if I was driving a 2010 Volkswagen Golf mm-hmm. that the window did not work. It had fallen inside the door. Right. The radio only worked. I think the radio itself has GPS activation because you have to oh, drive nice. at least 10 miles before the radio starts to work. <laughs> it wants to make sure you're in the zone before it distracts you. The struts are blown. Okay. It has an exhaust leak. Right. It only goes 77 miles per hour after you two miles. You don't need to go any faster than that. Um, <laughs> the, the exhaust is actually broken and swinging freely. And it's, so you, from what I could tell, right under the passenger compartment because it, you can smell it. Yeah, you can you can smell it. So imagine it, it was it leaks a little bit of oil. The engine sure. compartment is dirty. It leaks on the driveway. Imagine if it was, was like a new car that you were experiencing this with. You would just be like, this thing is a pile right this is i gotta get rid of this thing is this and it was it was rusty yeah (laughs) a rusty 2010 volkswagen golf with no radio no window and it's it's oh yeah no you would smells like mouse shit yeah it's just like the worst like some the blinker works mostly you know it's like it kind of doesn't cancel and like all these different things that are just that make no sense. Like, why would you ever want to drive something like this? But why would you want to so subject- excited? <laughs> I am. The, what is, except for one thing. What's that? And we already talked about a little bit. But when you see a car, what is the number one thing that you can, you notice when it drives by, that car is a piece of shit. The number exhaust? one thing. The freaking broken exhaust. Yeah. Because it's loud and sounds yeah. awful. Oh, yeah. It's really, the morale is low with the exhaust. Because of the exhaust. And the problem is, is that I don't know... I'm starting, like, I really enjoy driving it. The mm-hmm. arm height on the door sill when yeah. the window's down yeah, they is absolutely perfect. On that yeah, thing. it's perfect. And, I mean, you can, when they're lowered, you can stick your arm all the way out to your shoulder and, like, put it down. And it's and like, like you could almost touch the ground yeah, when like they're motorcycle slammed. motorcycle guy, yeah. Yeah, and we, I've actually reached out and touched the ground a few times, you know, in, in old rabbits. You can just kind of reach down there and touch it. But... Well, those those diesels, you have to, you know, basically pedal. Yeah, yeah your give way. yourself an extra half horsepower to take everything you need. It's 48 horsepower. It's a 1.5 cylinder diesel. Wow. But it does have a five speed, which is rare. Okay. So I don't know if that was something that was installed uh, at the dealer or if someone put it in later, but it does have a five speed, which is 
which is absolutely incredible. And it doesn't have a tack or anything. What it has I know. Is, I, when I drove it, I was like, how do I, I mean, you just kind of shift. Yeah, just you just shift when you're like, okay, this thing sounds like it could explode if I do another 500 right. RPMs. Right. So I'm going to shift now <laughs> rather than then. But there's little dots on the instrument cluster. Okay, yeah. And there's one, a two, and a three. Yep, those are your Those are your, but that's points. for a four-speed. So I'm not sure if this thing mm. would have had a five-speed originally or not. Um, I'm starting to, as much as I like driving it, and I really do enjoy driving it. I, I, it makes me smile. It feels like home. You know, I've owned so many of these that even when I was like, okay, familiar. when I got in and I felt the shift linkage, I'm like, oh, it needs these bushings, these precise, these exact bushings. You know exactly I, what it was. And I, I happen to have the bushings that I need in my toolbox that I've just been harboring for 15 years or whatever. There's your grandpa coming out in you. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, I got one of those. <laughs> Can't throw it away. I threw so much other stuff away that I, I kind of wish I would have kept, but I've learned my lesson. I will never throw anything away again. That is a terrible attitude. I know I'll end up like my grandpa. Yes. Just, uh, <laughs> um, but guess what? He has everything he needs generally. You know, he's just like, I'll yeah. fix this. Th that's how you get end up with Tide bottles with diesel in them. You just got the fittings. You know you what I like to think of it as? Because I, uh, that's my pet peeve. Like I went through and just purged my basement, like threw away two trailer loads of just stuff that I've been hanging on to. And my thought is, let's pretend that your house is a storage facility and you have to pay every month to keep it there. Mm -hmm. Is it really worth that five cent bushing or whatever it is that you may or may not use five years down the line to basically store that for yourself. Yes. No, it's <laughs> never worth it. hundred percent is because now I had the bushings. If I didn't have those bushings, it's very hard to drive. Now I have yeah, the bushings. And you I could can drive probably it. overnight them for like $5. No, it's more like $20. Okay. And if you're going to overnight them, but now I just had them. And it was great. Uh -huh. I had the bushing. That right sort there. of stuff I get. Like when you can keep it in the drawer in your tool shed, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, keep everything. Just build another shed if you fill it up. That's, that's, the, <laughs> that's the goal. The that's the attitude. Yeah. But here's, here's where I'm at now. Okay. So I was going to think about driving this thing for the rest of the summer. Okay. As kind of my just daily driver. Yeah. Just kind of tool it around. But the more I drive it, I go, okay, if I'm going to kind of mechanically restore this thing, I need to do it right. And take it off the road. And take it off the road because I don't want to drive... It needs struts. It needs, like I said, it needs struts, brakes, bushing. It's not necessarily rack. safe right now. I'm not worried about that. Okay. <laughs> Needless to say, I'm not worried about. I was thinking about living. I'm like, man, I wonder what would happen if, like, the ball joint, like, when I was driving next to the semi with the wheels that are like at my head. Right. And, yeah, I think about that a little bit. But the whole point, the whole point is, I don't want to start doing stuff now that I'm going to have to redo when I put the other engine in. Like, I could fix the exhaust, right? I could put a new exhaust on it, order an exhaust, put it on there. Well, but you it's know, not, if but, you had saved all those other project car exhausts that you cut off, you could have just bolted one right up, Chris. That's 100% true. <laughs> and what's funny is, Grandpa does have another exhaust laying there. That was complete, yeah. But I didn't bring it with because I didn't really think about it. And, but the exhaust needs to be done. The engine mounts need to be done. The steering rack needs to be done. Uh -huh. All these things need to be done. But they should be done all at once with the car. Like, I don't want to do the exhaust. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do the struts right now. I don't want to do that. I don't want to go through the process of what doing What you're saying is you don't actually want a project right now, even though you just bought a project car. No, I just don't want to do things twice. I don't want to waste money because the exhaust I put on there is not going to be right for the right for the TDI. I need to build a downpipe and build a whole exhaust that's like two and a half inches. Right. This is one and three quarter yeah. exhaust. I, so I, I'm kind of torn between whether I want to start I have it. a big eight foot section of two and a half inch stainless for you. Great. Does let's, not help let's me right bolt now. Bolt that right up. I'm just, I don't know. I'm kind of feeling a little 
you know, I want to take the dash out and I know the air box needs to be cleaned out. I know there's mouse poop in it. And I'm just, all the things I want to do. Yeah. It's almost like I just want to do it all at once and not like pick away at the project and do like one thing at a time. Well, I will say now is the perfect time to do it because you still have another car. Right. I still have the wagon. Right. Which. Okay, mister, we could have bolted it all up in one evening. Get to work. (laughs) You just said, oh, we could have had that on the road from a bare shell in a couple hours. I know, but that was. All right. Get to work. I was presuming things were things were clean. Yeah, I'm just kind of at this point where I'm like, well, I could get the air conditioning going in this thing. You know, I could fix this. And I go, oh, well, I got to take all that shit apart in like three months anyway. So I just don't know if what I want to. What is this three month like weird timeline you set for yourself? Winter. Okay. So the plan, that's what I was getting at. What is the plan? The plan is to wait for winter and then to tear it down. Right. That's what you're waiting for. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So just, I just want to do it all at once. I want to take it all apart all at once and like put stuff on shelves and be like, this is where this stuff is. This is what I need to replace and just go through it methodically, step by step by step. Okay. Go through the things now that even though you'll be taking it apart, you don't have to replace them. Yeah, but I'm going to have to do it twice. Like, I don't want to do the replace the struts twice. I don't want to replace the steering stuff twice. I just want to take it off once and put it back together once. I don't want to do it twice. And I've, it's, so basically, you took the truck from your grandpa's property where it's been sitting, and now it's going to be sitting on your property for three months until winter comes. Um, potentially, okay. but I, here's the thing. If I can get the exhaust leak figured out, yeah. I'll probably drive it. I bought some exhaust wrap tape. Oh God. I don't know. You I've never, did? is it going to work? No. Oh man. Cause it'll there's, work for five miles. Why do they even sell this crap? What's wrong? I don't understand. I, Cause someone like you bought it. It was 10 bucks on Amazon. I'm like, Oh, there's like six feet of it. I can wrap up all the joints that are leaking. That 10 bucks you spent could have bought those bushings. And then you wouldn't have had to sit on them for 20 years. Mm, well, we'll see if this, we'll try the exhaust tape out. It's like Jeez. fiberglass exhaust tape. I've never like tried any of this hokey shit. So hopefully we can at least get, I just need the, I need the exhaust to quiet down. That's what it all comes down to. I don't care that the struts are blown right now. I don't give a shit. It just sounds God awful. And I don't want to replace the exhaust. I don't want to spend the money. Have you looked underneath? Do you see where it's broken? Is Everywhere. it just a section that's rusted out? <laughs> so there was so like you're a- literally just going to tape the entire length of the exhaust <laughs> with exhaust tape. There was a two-foot section <laughs> that was just missing completely. So I drove to the auto parts store and bought one of those like dryer things. That, oh, the like, flexi the pipe. Flexi thing. Oh, and then no. when I got down there, one side was two inch and one side was inch and three quarter. <laughs> and it like didn't quite fit. So then I kind of shoved it on there and clamped no. it down and i'm like this sucks man <laughs> <laughs> no. this sucks and i don't like doing things that suck anymore <laughs> oh man <laughs> everything about this exhaust just sucks <laughs> it's so having go <laughs> everywhere you drive is so low it's <laughs> it's bad for morale man oh, oh yeah oh speaking of bad for morale did you see the steering wheel i put on there that's what you chose to spend your time and effort on that was easy i could do that very very easily I, the, the other steering wheel had serious aids i mean it was like <laughs> it was gooey underneath the steering wheel cover gooey uh, like actually gooey yeah the so u-haul I, trailer gave the COVID to the steering wheel <laughs> so we got rid of the steering wheel and i put a momo jackie x wheel on that is, had been sitting in a field for the longer patina than, matches the truck we'll it does just yeah say. yeah it does well, that's nice to hold on to it actually feels i really like there. your horn too 
You know, the horns needs help. The horn needs a lot of help. There's no horn button, but it still has the you, wire. It so he like, just grabs it from the center of the steering column and grounds it out on itself. <laughs> meep, meep. Ooh, that sounds way better than it actually sounds. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, more like... <laughs> oh, man. I don't wow. know. There's a, there's a long way to go on that truck. And I'm... And I really like... I, I know that at some point I'll inherit the truck. Yeah. Right? So... It feels good to build the truck for a grandpa and for me as sure. something that I can give to him and that I'll receive back someday as like a token of, you know, something him and I shared, shared, sure. so, something we I shared together. And uh, I'm going to try not to go too overboard. Well, let's maybe just admit to yourself that this was not the daily driver right now. I wanted it to be. Yeah. But I don't think it can be. Right. Just because... My standards have changed over the years. There is a point. Says the guy who put flexi exhaust pipe on his exhaust. Well, I thought, so I climbed onto the truck. And I go, <laughs> it was a two foot section missing. So I go, well, that's the leak because there's a two foot section missing. So then I crawl under and clamp it on. And then, of course, I rotate my head <laughs> 70 another. degrees. And it looks like World War Three happened <laughs> and inside the exhaust. Like there's a cherry bomb muffler oh. on it that's like split on the end. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And I'm looking at the, the night. Of course, I go, oh, my gosh, look at the brake lines. Ooh. Oh, no, the brake lines. This is not good. Yeah. Like 30 percent of their structural integrity is missing. <laughs> at this point, it's a rust keeping your brake system going. Yeah, it's it's. Like, all that stuff needs to be replaced. Yep. All new brake lines, proportioning valves, all of it. And I go, wow, this is going to be a lot of work. Yep. Wow, this is going to be a lot of work. And uh, that's okay. Well, there we go. I think it'll be worth it. That's the truck. I'm yeah. sure we'll have plenty to talk about when you start tearing that apart. Yeah, so we'll talk more about the project as we go along. And maybe you can come over and... and uh, Draw, drill out some spot welds terribly and break my spot weld bits like yeah, you did last time. Come on job, over. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to a cheap and relatively simple project. Well, it's funny because compared to your 911 work. <laughs> I looked up the window regulator. It's $8. I looked up like <laughs> ball joints are like seven bucks. It's, yeah. So in that way, it's going to be The decimal certainly moved over one or Replacement two Replacement wear parts are cheap. Yes. Replacement OEM parts that are NLA are quite expensive. Okay. Like we're talking $30 for a dash vent and like this weird kind of like, vent yeah, okay. like bolt in vent windows. Cause I have the, there's two types of vent windows. Right. And vent windows are great because you pop them open, you lift you your short up airflow. and it is, it just pounds AC on your nuts or <laughs> natural AC all over your balls. It's just right. amazing. Especially if you're super sweaty, you pop that thing open. Whoa. Evaporation is a cooling process. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely the best. But so they had, uh, they had bolt through ones. Which okay. was like, I don't know if that was the German and the early cars had bolt through vent windows. Basically where the hinges that hold it on are bolted through the glass. Oh, so you have holes in the glass now. Yeah. Okay. So, but mine on this truck are the glue on, which sure. is basically like your rear view mirror is glued to your, yep. uh, it's like that where the hinges are glued on. Into a track. And, yeah. And they don't work. Well, it glues flat flush. Oh, it's not even into like the window frame. It's just right on the glass. Right on the glass. Yeah. And, and it breaks and falls off and yeah. they're like cocked shut, you know. Oh, you know? So it's okay. just, they don't, you know, this reminds me of us. So I used to have a border collie okay. and it was a relatively small border collie and they're smart, right? They're smart okay. dogs. And I had left the vent. I'm like, oh, I want the dog to not die. Right. So I left the vent windows open, both of them open. As you like and, went inside. And I went into Best Buy to sure. grab something and come back out. And I'm inside and someone comes up to me. He's like, sir, 
uh, do you have a, a, a dog, a border collie? The dog climbed through the vent window. Wow. Somehow, very small vent window. Wow. Figured out a way and came into the store. <laughs> <laughs> to find me yeah to to basically uh to herd me back into yeah. the into the vehicle so i suppose it's a super smart dog i was sad to see that one go but <laughs> dog climbed through the vent window to come find me in the best buy yeah wow all right well i think that's all we have time for today <laughs> no news none of the today. news is that is that interesting so um bbs is is Fucked. Again. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch it's of... It's not their first bankruptcy. Yeah. That's no, all you need to know. Nothing we have in the news is worth spending, you know, six minutes on. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you guys coming and uh, hanging out with us. Hopefully, you'll be able to follow along as we do the project of this truck. It'll be something that I'm going to love talking about with you guys as we go along. And if anybody has input suggestions or anything, you know... Or parts with, for Chris. Yeah, or parts. Maybe an exhaust know. system for the time being. Oh, man. Could we get parts donated for just the rest of the summer to keep it on the road? I don't need anything donated. It's it's cheap. I know. It's not a big deal. Um, yeah, I've ordered drop plates, so we'll be able to lower the rear. That's the only thing that I've so purchased. So are those, is that a torsion, not a torsion bar, it's a, a, a swing arm with yeah. a coil? It's got uh, leaf springs. It is leaf spring. Yeah, okay. it's leaf spring. So you, okay, yeah, you just use the drop plate. You use drop leaves. plates, or if you want to go badass, you flip the axle over. Well, you should do both. Mm, that's too low for grandpa. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're going to lower it about two and a half inches and put some sport springs on it so it looks nice. We what gotta, about wheels? What are we doing for wheels on this So thing? I want to do uh, maybe some like BBSRAs. Yeah. You know, something just really simple and classic or yep. maybe some Corrado uh, basket weaves, okay. like the BBS Corrado yep. mesh basket weaves. I like Something it. like that, something like a single piece wheel, something, you know, really you know, classic, whatever, mm-hmm. from a company. You could do either BBS silver or gold on that truck. You could. You could do either one. I think silver would probably be the choice with the chrome bumpers and stuff like sure. that. Um, yeah, I, there's all kinds of stuff to talk about, so I'm, I look forward to figuring out everything that we're going to do. All right, guys. Patreon.com slash Overcrest. Support the show. Support the truck project. <laughs> and uh, help keep the lights on Lord here at the studio. knows Chris needs it now. Yeah, absolutely. We really appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We will see you on Monday. Monday. Take care, everybody.